On today's episode of Locked On 76ers, as the final four of the Eastern Conference and Western Conference finals are already underway and Denver's in the NBA finals while the East figures things out, we talk about culture and how important it is in basketball and where do the Sixers culture lie. We'll get into that next right here, Locked On 76ers. You are Locked On 76ers, your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On NBA for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Welcome. You are locked on 76ers. I'm Devon Givens from 97.5 The Fanatic Radio in Philadelphia, alongside my co-host, Keith Pompey, Sixers beat writer from the Inquirer and Inquirer.com. Keith, what's going on? What's up, partner? How you been, man? Pretty good, man. Pretty good. Hanging in there. Friday, getting ready for the extended weekend. So hope you and everybody out there has a uh, solid weekend. Everybody stay safe out there. And we thank you for making Locked On 76 is your first listen every day. And remember, Locked On 76 is free and available on all platforms, including right here on YouTube at Locked On 76ers. Where Keith decided to go into the dark just for the weekend. Just, uh, you know, let's get back to that. Go, go into the dark. But it's all good. We're here with you. We're going to talk about culture in basketball and where the 76ers culture is. How important is it? Get into maybe a little bit with uh, Joel Embiid in, in a bit here later on as well as we hang out with you on this Friday edition of Locked On 76ers. Keith, culture, the heat culture. As right now, the Boston Celtics have cut the lead now to 3-2, down 3-0 in the series. Uh, but the heat culture was talked about a lot based on them being able to move uh, into a 3-0 lead, an 8 seed, getting to the Eastern Conference Finals, knocking off the number one seed, all of that stuff. Denver, building a culture the way that they did when Nikola Jokic and the players around him, LeBron James, and that culture, wherever he goes, there's some sort of culture with him. They get it to the Western Conference Finals in the Boston Celtics. Uh, I've always seemed to be in sync with a lot of things. And that's really and largely due to the part of Brad Stevens and what he did as a coach. And now what he has done, extending that to the front office and uh, setting the tone there as a culture leader and maybe even the same for Al Horford. So wanted to ask you, man, as it has been talked about, how important do you feel culture is in basketball? And on that, where's the 76ers culture right now? You know, I think it's important. I, I do. I mean, when you look at these teams and, you know, you, as you alluded to, you talked about like all four of these teams were in the, in the uh, semifinals for the bubble. You know, the thing about the Lakers, I will say this. I think it's hard to say the Lakers culture, right? I mean, the culture is good, but also let's, if, if we're going to be real with ourselves, it's all about LeBron, right? Like LeBron is that guy. He can make sure that everybody's ready to play. He makes sure that, you know, they're locked in, they're focused. He's a winner. Wherever he's been at, they, they let's face it, uh, Miami, the best team in the East. Cleveland, the best team in the East. The Lakers, they won, it, they won the bubble championship. They've been in contention. So, you know, it, it's, it, it's LeBron. 
But when you talk about Miami, they do have the heat culture, you know, they, you, you as well documented. You also have, you know, the other two teams. So, yeah, I mean, uh, Denver, that's a pretty good culture right then and there. Mm-hmm. And, and then, um, you know, you talk about the Boston Celtics, you know, just like the Lakers, 17 championships. Um, when we think of the Sixers, I, I think the culture, it was getting better under Doc Rivers. I still think it has a way to go a little bit, right? I, I think that, you know, when you had stuff, we talk about Jimmy and we and we talk, I mean, not Jimmy, James. Mm-hmm. You know, you right now, you, you when you think of it, you hear of like guys who are celebrity players or all-star players, caliber players being able to do whatever they want to do, right? Sometimes, you know, we, we, we question if these guys are really locked in, if they want to be winners. Um, so when you talk about that, yeah, I think it was getting better under Doc, but the next coach there is going to have to take it up another level. But at the same time, let's face it, when we think of the 76ers and you think of the process, it was one of those things where guys came in and they were treated like celebrities from the gate. They didn't yeah. have a lot of veterans telling them what to do telling them the right way to do things. But what they had was guys basically being treated like all-stars before they even played a game. So with that comes, it comes a little sense of entitlement, things like that. It's hard for a coach to come in and change that after a guy's been in the league for a while. So what has to happen is it's like, I think it's going to be a gradual thing to get it better. But what it did is I think Doc Rivers kind of held guys a little bit accountable. Um, and the next coach is going to have to do a tougher job in holding these guys accountable because they've been treated like royalty. The main guys, as you speak of, are Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons, and the other ones were pretty much moved on from pretty quickly. So the only two that we're really talking about is Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons. And Simmons, they got rid of him last season. So as part of that – and at least seemingly from afar and even close enough of being around him as much as you were more way more than I, that, you know, he's a guy that you have questions about with certain things. So that's one that was seemingly entitled a bit and allowed to do certain things as a franchise type cornerstone and the same for Joel Embiid. But as you mentioned, and even during the season where not having those veterans early on, maybe kind of hurt him in a bit, Joel Embiid did. And then as things went along with Brett Brown and now with Doc Rivers, to your point, that even when they, the small little things like being part of team activities for him on the road trips and going to dinner with them is a small thing about setting a culture and being a father, as as we all know, and how, how, how much is documented about how that has changed Embiid. He has said it himself saw him, how emotional he was when his son ran onto the floor when he accepted his MVP award. Maybe that also helps out with just growing and adapting and maturing and in those ways where the culture can be set or change a little bit because of one little thing. And and you're absolutely right. When this new coach comes in, now they have the task of finding another way to, to implement a new culture here and take from what Doc Rivers did, add to it, and get these guys over the hump with a an environment that seems like these guys really like each other. I mean, it seemed like they they had a decent relationship as as teammates uh, overall. And we'll see if that is carried over. Culture, I agree. Culture is important in sports, in basketball, 
and certainly in this case for the 76ers. So we'll see if it's something that carries over again to the new head coach, how much of that is going to be a big part of the conversation, Keith, when they're being interviewed by Daryl Morey and Elton Brandon and in, in the ownership, because that, that I, I would imagine that's something that they want to make sure that they, that's something that's talked about when they come in. Because if you're bringing in a coach that has just been let go from their job, let's say Budenholzer or Nurse, uh, in these cases for those two, right away you look at some of the things with Nick Nurse where you see the reports of he kind of wore on players and uh, the little things that go as a negative towards him. He stopped getting along with the the uh, Masai Ujiri and the, the Nick Nurse uh, brand, <laughs> the hat, right? And the brand that Nick Nurse has, you know, what kind of culture are you setting when you come in here? What are you trying to set here when you get to Philadelphia? So I'd imagine those are some things that will come up in the in the interviews. All right, when we come back, we'll get into a little bit more of Joel Embiid as the guy who is a big part of the culture center here in Philadelphia. We'll talk about him and the team next right here on Locked On 76ers. I do have to tell you, as we uh, are getting ready for, again, the NBA Finals, baseball season has been underway and the weather is getting better. So you might want to go and get some last minute tickets or maybe a comedy show or a concert that's uh, coming up in your area here in Philadelphia or wherever you are around the country or the world. But buying tickets should be, uh, you know, something that's pretty easy and buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be all that stressful. Uh, game time is a fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy and theater that is near you. Philadelphia is a big theater city, the same for New York. So if you're looking for tickets to any of these particular things that you want to do, theater included, Game time is the place for you to go. Flash deals uh, and last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed, event cancellation protection, job loss protection, etc. Game time is the place for last minute ticket deals. Forget planning months in advance. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Again, exclusive flash deals on tickets for football games, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and much more. The game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. It's the fastest growing ticket app in the country, and that's for a reason. Tickets are sent directly to your phone, so you never have to dig through your email. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNBA for $20 off for your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account. And redeem code locked on NBA for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Thanks for making locked on 76 is your first listen every day. Every day, we'll be back on Tuesday. Well, Monday, actually, uh, as we start off the new week. Hope you have a great holiday weekend. Maybe we'll have some news on the coach at that point. Uh, but if not, we'll still have things to talk about involving the 76ers. Keith, as we talk about Joel Embiid. How much pressure now is on him as you look at him to as a culture guy, maybe, but the pressure to with six playoff appearances, six exits, first round or second round, five of them being in the second round. How much pressure do you think now uh, is, is on him going into this seventh season where we expect them to be in the playoffs again, not knowing what the roster is going to be, but uh, a important year for him 
as a guy, does it change things from this particular exit versus some of the other ones? And as we get ready for another year? Yeah. I mean, you know, you can't blame anyone else anymore and, and not saying that he did, but you know, before there was always like an excuse he, he could go to like the first one was, all right, Kawhi had the, the four bounce shot. Right. You know what I mean? And well, well no, the first one was, Hey, you know, we lost to Boston in five games, but we weren't ready. Now, granted, he played his butt off in that game five, but we weren't ready. We didn't have any defenders. We just had shooters. Then the second one was like, oh, Kawhi, the four-bound shot. Now, both of them, the first one, he had the face mask on too, right? Mm-hmm. So then after that, it's like, oh, we got they got swept. Ben Simmons left. He wasn't there. They were in the bubble. And then – all of a sudden, then Ben Simmons didn't, uh, uh, you know, uh, then then Ben Simmons didn't come to play, right? Then, you know, uh-oh, this other one. Now it's like, dude, it's you. It's like this is a part of you. Like, yes, there are excuses. You were injured. But when you look on your resume, it's to a point where you're MVP, two-time scoring champion. Mm-hmm. All the stuff that he's saying is legit. People go with it. But your resume is you're 0-3 in game sevens. You're 0-5 in second round appearances. So what happens is it becomes a part of you. People don't have time to break it down and say why it happened. Is It happened. It's kind of like, hey, you got an F on that test. But mom, this is what, no, 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 no. I don't want to hear that. You got an F on that test. So I I feel like for Joel, yeah, because it's all about his legacy. Like, you know, we talk about Doc Rivers and we say how, you know, Doc Rivers is a future Hall of Fame coach with all these wins. He's ranked here. He's ranked there. But at the same time, you look at Doc Rivers and you say, look at his struggles. Look at the things he he was unable to do. You know what I mean? So – so, so that's where we are with him. And I think that that's with Joel. This is where the pressure comes. Because let's face it, you know, he's, he, he, you say he's not competing with people. But the two guys, the two dominant guys right now in, in his era, and we're, we're talking about right now, I mean, I know LeBron and you got KD and all that other stuff. But right now when you have to compare uh, Joel – you got to compare him to Nikola Jokic and uh, and Giannis Antetokounmpo, right? Yeah. So we look at those two guys. They both multi-time MVP. Joel got one MVP. The Greek Freak has an NBA title. And right now you got to say the Joker is favored to get there. At least he got there. So right now you when you compare the three, Joel is far behind. Because, yes, he got an MVP this year, but at the same time, while these guys have led their team to championship appearances, Joel has yet to get out of the second round. So, yes, the pressure is on Joel for this upcoming season. Yeah, and and that's why this whole thing is going to be fascinating with the new coach, Keith, because if he was as as frustrated as was reported when Doc Rivers was let go and then Daryl Morey saying, yeah, he was frustrated, but he, you know, He'll he'll be okay. He just got to trust me that I'm going to I'm doing the right thing for the organization, and it's going to be imperative for him to 
find a way, and I'm not saying that he's going to be a difficult guy to coach, but find a way to, again, get together with this new coach and and get things uh, going and get off to uh, a, a, a fast start in terms of their relationship, their building, uh, of how they, the, the belief of how they're going to run the offense. So we know things are going to run through him, but maybe it doesn't have to go through him on every touch. He doesn't have to average 33 on the season. He can probably go back to, I thought one of his better years, Keith, was when he averaged 27 and 12, 12 rebounds. And he was very, very good, very efficient. Two, I think he averaged like two blocks a shot, uh, uh, two block shots uh, a game that season. And that that's where, you know, some of that is going to come. He's going to have to trust the new coach. He's going to have to trust his teammates again even more. And you're right. When you see that, you look at the other two players that you're talking about there and Giannis and Jokic, they certainly seem like they have the utmost trust. Now, they have maybe seemingly a couple of supporting cast members that you want on the team here in Philadelphia that will make Joel trust a little bit more also. But if we feel like the roster is decent enough, that can get some things done led by a leader in terms of the best player on the floor and him there's certainly going to be a lot of pressure on him to make that jump from this season to next season and uh, make sure he's available, but maybe not have to play as many minutes during the regular season. And then of course, uh, get to the postseason and finally advance past that second round, man. I talked to so many people so far on the phones. I'm sure you have by doing your mailbags and, and, and on social media and all people before really didn't care about the first, uh, the uh, regular season, Keith. And I know you and I had a lot of discussions I would push back on you for a lot of those things. So many people have already pointed out how they're not even concerned right now about the regular season anymore. It's only, and it, while it always was, now the 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 sole, sole purpose of them paying attention to Sixers basketball is the second round and if you're going to get past it. So, and you know who that's going to fall on. That's going to fall on the franchise player. Uh, final segment on the other side. Keith, I got to ask, man. Uh, when we look at the job that Daryl Morey is going to have to do this offseason, there's a lot of pressure on him. Is this the most pressure-packed offseason for him as he goes into, what is this, year number four of an offseason for him and uh, and for him to get it done? We'll dive into that next. That's also a popular conversation out there. Next, right here, final segment on Locked On. 76ers, but I have to tell you, as we get ready for the holiday weekend, going to go out and enjoy the weather and doing so by doing a few things. I have an event planned with my daughters where we can dress really casual and comfortable. And also, uh, with the weather being nice, just going out, maybe get a bite to eat, going to a family gathering outside, or even hitting the beach. Better believe I'm going to be wearing my bird dogs. Yes, my bird dogs, my shorts. The fit is perfect. The comfort, the versatility, as I just mentioned, of how you can wear these particular shorts. I got it all covered with my bird dogs. Look better, feel great wearing bird dogs. Their stretchy fabric makes my legs look great, if I might say so myself. I've also been told they look pretty good. And they're comfier than many of my other shorts and even the pants that are out there. Uh, They give me freedom to wear one pair uh, of shorts or pants on the golf course. I'm getting ready to do something with a, a, a work event. And I've already decided... I'm wearing my bird dogs out there on the golf course. So you can wear them in a variety of different places, a variety of different ways. And I I like to wear those. uh, I've worn them twice already. And I'm going to, again, expand on that this summer. Hey, I have a rotation. 
So it's all good. I have multiple pairs of these bird dog shorts. So I'll be pretty good, feeling good, making sure that I have my bird dogs in the meantime. So as you uh, maybe want to do like I have and get my bird dog shorts, go to birddogs.com slash locked on NBA. And when you enter promo code locked on NBA, they'll throw in a free custom bird dogs Yeti style tumbler with every order. I've shown you in the past. Uh, I don't have it right in front of me. But if you could go back to some of our previous episodes, and I have, in fact, shown you the Bird Dog uh, Yeti-style tumbler. It has the logo on it. Fantastic. Very versatile. Also, that you feel good with your Yeti. You're very familiar with it, Bird Dog. So you can look good wearing your shorts, carrying your Bird Dog Yeti at the same time, especially when you're out and about this weekend, enjoying time with family and friends or just simply going to the movies or the beach, whatever it might be, make sure you have one of your bird dogs. Go to birddogs.com slash LockedOnNBA so you can be like me. Make sure you win and you go in there, you enter the promo code LockedOnNBA so you can stay fit, comfy, and look good at the same time. Birddogs.com. All right, Keith, Daryl Moore. When we talk about pressure on Joel Embiid, this is year four for his offseason and again, this is going to be his first coaching hire. He may have some roster decisions to make outside of the James Harden piece and the guys that we talked about on our last episode of the, uh, let's say, the lower level free agents, but important in general. He, is this the biggest offseason for him since he's been here? Because I went into it last summer thinking that was going to be the most important of the Daryl Morey era as the guy making the decisions, because, again, I thought this was a must finals appearance season uh for the sixers this one might be just as important yeah it is and, and but i think not just the off season i think this whole season is going to be important like and the thing about the off season like i mean I, I'll, I'll give daryl Morey credit like a lot of people you know come down hard on them and and some stuff is just you know you could justify it but the reason why I'm giving them credit is because people were talking about you got to get rid of this Al Horford contract. Bingo, he got rid of it, right? Um, people were saying, oh, man, you know, we need to get tougher. Well, he got the team tougher now. Some people didn't like the people that he went out and got because they all were, like, from Houston. But he he did what he did. You know, the, the thing is, you can argue, I felt they should have kept Matisse. I do think Jalen McDaniels was a good dude, a good guy. But what he did is he he said they needed to get a two-way player. He got one, right? That's what he did. Now, but so I feel like right now when we talk about this offseason, it's a big one, but I don't see a lot of assets. I don't see a lot of stuff where they can maneuver, right? Now, again, he, he worked the magic two seasons ago by getting Al Horford out of here, um, who wasn't a good fit. So the thing is, I'm not going to say he can't do it. But here's the thing. You, you can't, when you think of Daryl Morey and you think of Doc Rivers, Daryl Morey went out there and got Doc Rivers players. Doc Rivers felt like some of them couldn't play. So he didn't use them in the rotation. So if you're the general manager or the president of basketball ops, what he is, because Elton Brand's a GM, you can say, look, y'all, what you expect me to do? I went out there and got him players. He just didn't play them. They would have helped. He didn't play them. So you can't go by that anymore. Now, you, you know what I mean? You can't do that. Now you can't also say like, hey, I didn't hire this coach. This is the guy that y'all gave me. 
he, he, I, you know, I, he was hired. He was here when I came here. I hadn't heard of him. So the reason why we kept going out in the second round was because of him. You can't do that anymore. Now you're going to go out there and you're going to hire a coach. If y'all don't make it out of the second round, they're looking at you like, bro, it's on you. It's you. You can't blame anyone else. You know, it's on you. Like you went out there and you know, like right now, our goal is to get out of the second round. And if you don't do it, it's on you. So, yes, there's a lot of pressure on him, more so than Joel Embiid, mm. because he's the one that's going to hire the coach. He's the one that, like, has to work this magic. The thing is, you're the one, if James Harden doesn't come back, you're the one who brought him here, right? So you got to work. You got to um, make it work. So, yeah, there's a lot of pressure on Daryl. And, and I honestly think, like, if they don't get out of the second round, dude, that could be it for Daryl. I mean, honestly. Yeah, they're going to be pointing at him now. Yep. Yeah, I mean, and, and people, have been pointing already. people have been pointing at him for a while, but he always had, but it was Doc. It was Doc. It was Doc. You know what I mean? Yeah. The two coaching changes already, of course, they've changed things with the front office from Hinky to Colangelo, uh, Brand, and, and now Maury. That, yeah, now things, you, how many more people are you going to point at outside of the NBA part? How many more people are you going to point at? And that's where the president of basketball ops come into play. Moves, moves made or not, now you have your coach also. Yeah, they're definitely going to be looking his way. Uh, for uh, some blame if it does if it goes down that way again now if he makes it and they move on and of course he's going to get credit they had a good regular season his players that he acquired played a part in the regular season but his players in the postseason also while tucker has some moments mcdaniels couldn't play melton missed some big shots that they needed in that uh, game six as we remember that could have closed out the celtics and um and the coach just got let go. So, yeah, a lot will be looked at Daryl Morey's way. All right. Well, we thank everybody for hanging out with us this week. And uh, we appreciate it. As always, thank you for making Locked On 76 as your first listen every day. Every day, as we'll talk to you on Monday, maybe we'll have, again, an update on the coaching search and uh, some more news, of course, to talk about with the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, Keith, do you mind letting the good folks know where they can find us? Well, you can't find me by watching me, but uh, other than we'll, we'll be fine, hopefully. Um, but you can find my man D on the Divine Giving Show. But today, D is going to be on the on the air, so you get to you get to watch my man too. He's going to be on air on on TV. It's ninety seven five FM, but it's NBC Sports Philadelphia, right? And it's going to be from two to six PM, right? Mm-hmm. So you get to check my man D out. Also, you can follow D on Twitter at DevonG975. You can follow me on Twitter at Pompey on Sixers. And you can read my stuff on Inquire.com, purchasing the Philadelphia Inquire. No question about it. Well, Keith, have a great holiday weekend. Be safe. Enjoy yourself. Get some relaxation time in there uh, since all the hard work you did during the season. And it continues as we find out as you do all the research on Harden and the coaching search and all that. So you enjoy yourself, all the people out there. Thank you as always for kicking it with us. We always really, really appreciate it. And uh, we'll be back next week to give you a little bit more on the Sixers as we uh, discuss some things. Have a good one. Deuces.